Hey guys, this is Jared with the Shooting Institute. Uh, this is something new we're trying. Uh, this is our pilot podcast, so this is our first launch, so uh, bear with us. I've got Stephen Nix here to help uh, facilitate uh, our podcast, and he's going to be with me when it's just me talking, basically, to help keep me uh, on track, because any of y'all who who know me or have trained with me, you know I kind of will get off in the weeds, so gotta Steven's keep, here. That's right, got to keep Jared on track. So if, if he can keep me on track throughout this, we'll... Uh, we'll be able to, to get through the podcast without a lot of stupidity. Um, this is our pilot podcast. I'll let Stephen talk a little bit about himself real quick, and then we're going to get into it with a word of prayer and uh, tap off into Simplify the Chaos. Yeah, I'm excited about this, and many of you do not know me. My name is Stephen Nix, and basically I have zero background in, in what we're going to be talking about. And so I'm very green when it comes to uh, this training and things like that. I'm excited though because I, I, I want to learn a lot of things. I know there's some of you guys out there that's going to be listening too that might be like me. You don't have a military background. You don't have a police background or anything like that, but you want to learn because, I mean, this is what we're going to be talking about. Isn't It's important things to know, obviously, because the time of, you know, a day we're living in now, I mean, it's important to to, to be able to to protect yourself, to protect your family, you know, the line of work that you're in to be able to do your job efficiently and things like that. So I'm excited to learn. But yeah, that's that's basically me. I'm very green when it comes to this. I know some of you guys out there might be the same way and you're going to be able to learn basically from scratch. So I'm excited about it. And for us, the benefit behind this is, you know, with uh, with Stephen being uh, green on his knowledge, he's very unbiased to a certain way of thinking. And that's kind of, of why we decided to have uh, help him facilitate this is because he's not approaching it from, for me, a, a SEAL or a, a special operations standpoint. Um, you know, for for other guys, a law enforcement standpoint, he's very unbiased in his uh, knowledge base, and so there, therefore he can ask these questions appropriately. And let's be honest, I know how to run the podcast. That is probably <laughs> the most important thing is he actually knows how to run a microphone and a computer. That's right. And, That's uh, the main reason I'm here. Me, I don't know how to do I can barely even turn my computer on and send an email, <laughs> much less run a podcast. So, uh, Well, let's open up with a word of prayer and then get into it. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for the time you've given us together. Thank you for this brother in Christ. Lord Jesus, and I just ask that right now that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart would solely be on you. And ultimately with this podcast, with everything we do uh, with the company, uh, ultimately the gospel will be spread and that we honor and glorify you in what we do. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We pray this in your name. Amen. So let's get started with this. Um, you know, obviously just me explaining some of the uh, about my background, I'm, I'm pretty green to this, but I've heard this a lot, simplify the chaos. I hear that all the time. I, I've, I've heard that from you, you know, uh, getting to know you over the past couple of months. And I've known Jared pretty much my whole life, but uh, we've kind of hooked back up the past couple of months. And I, I've heard, I hear this all the time. What does that actually mean? Simplify the chaos. Right. And actually, so that's not something that we've always run with, but it's kind of how we, we've approached our training. We never had a, 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 a phrase or a, something coined for it, but uh uh, actually believe that that came uh, came from Mike Rebels and uh, Stuart Hartley uh, one day as we were sitting around doing some training. Uh, they were just kind of coking and joking and talking about it. And, and between the two of them, they kind of came, hey, hey, man, we're just going to simplify the chaos because um, what we were talking about is, is actually in particular with an active shooter uh, training that we were doing. We are in a school uh, doing an active shooter training, and we kept talking about over and over. I kept talking about over and over how – 
you know, the more that this shooter does, the further he goes, the more he feeds the chaos, and the more the chaos is fed, uh, the harder it is to control the situation. Uh, it's just like a firefighter, right? If they can get there and put the fire out, you know, put the white stuff on the red stuff as quick as possible and uh, get that fire out, it's better than when they show up and something's fully engulfed, right? Yeah. It's a lot harder to deal with that fire. We're seeing that going on in California right now with the wildfires, right? Yep. The more it grows, the more it feeds, the harder it is to get under control. And so that's kind of what I was talking about in this training. So that's where Simplify the Chaos comes from. The quicker we can control that chaos, the better off we are in the long term. Uh, and, and simplifying that chaos makes it a whole lot easier uh, for the individual officer or the operator, who it, whoever it is doing their job, uh, simplifying that chaos helps them start taking control of the situation quicker. And oftentimes what we see is we see training methods or uh, training even ideologies that add to the chaos. They make it more difficult. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be. Hey, guys, it's just as simple. If a guy's in shooting up a, a school, a church, or whatever, an active shooter, well, the quicker we kill that guy, the better off we are. Right. Uh, the more we sit around and we wait and we talk about it, we see that happen in, in Broward County. That deputy actually wound up getting you know thrown in jail when they saw what, what he did, right, uh, yeah. uh, in, in his response to it. But that actually makes the situation more difficult because you're allowing it to materialize, but you're allowing it to materialize while the bad guy has control of it, right? That's right. He's able to wreak as much havoc as possible. So uh, that's what we mean by simplify the chaos. We want to get in and we want to control this chaos as soon as possible because they've created chaos and we want to get control of it. Uh, the biggest problem we see is training ideologies and training methodologies that actually further the chaos because they're difficult to understand, they're difficult to do. Yeah. So uh, obviously you just explained that term for us. What are some ways that you guys... Uh, implement that term, simplify the chaos into your training. Right. So, um, and, and we'll get and we'll get more into this in uh, in, in the actual training methodology podcast uh, later on. Uh, but the biggest way we implement this into the training is when you go through a, a law enforcement academy. When you academy, when you go through military boot camp, when you go through you know whatever training pipeline you go through. They're, they're dumbing it down to the minimum standard, right? They got a minimum standards, right, to get these individuals through. Um, but oftentimes in dumbing it down to the, to the minimum standard, it makes it more difficult than it really is. You got some guy that's saying, hey, look, I understand you're going to meet the minimum standard, but you can do this and this and this and this and this. And next thing you know, there's not a standard. There's just a bunch of different guys spouting off um, how they've applied the minimum standard to their to their. Uh, way of life. And guess what? As a SEAL, I apply that way differently than I applied it when I was a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Uh, or then I've applied it as a, a consultant doing, you know, whether it be overseas or stateside, you know, contracting work, security work. All of those applications are different. So just because I have, you know, 20 or 25 or heck, 30 years experience as a SEAL in quotation marks, or 20 or 25 or 30 years experience as a law enforcement officer in quotation marks, or a security contractor, whatever it might be, doesn't necessarily mean that that specific uh, application of the skill set that I learned is going to meet the need for somebody else in a different walk of life. Right. So we have to we have to get something that's general enough that somebody can pull uh, pull from and apply it to their current situation now. I've been in a lot of gunfights overseas, right? But that application was based around 
uh, special operations, right, in particular SEAL, uh, versus uh, any of my buddies who have been in gunfights here stateside as a law enforcement officer, a gunfight's a gunfight, but the application is completely different. So for us, that's how we tie it into our training pipeline or what we do uh, as an instructor, as a, as a trainer with, uh, with, with the Shooting Institute is we help facilitate the application of a simple, of a simple skill set into that exact problem that, that you run into, because that's the only way we can truly, uh, we, we can truly simplify it, uh, to use. And, and this is, uh, let's get over a little bit here. Uh, this is something we got from, a a friend of ours, he's, he's local. He's a, a, a psychologist. I won't mention his name because didn't ask that we could, but <clears throat> one of the things he said was, uh, when you're training, uh, people, when you're training individuals, and this is some study he pulled out from Harvard that maybe we'll try to quote sometime or maybe we'll have him as a guest, but uh, he said, when you're training people or training individuals, you have to have simple concepts that they can apply into a specific situation. Right. Yet the problem that we see is that's not how we're trained. Everybody loves scenario training, so they're going to come up with some scenario and they're going to say, well, this is how you do it. Well, the problem is I've never been in the same fist fight twice. Yeah. It's always different. Yeah. I've never been in the same gunfight twice. What we do is always different. So we have to have concepts that we can apply um, to that situation, um, not uh, specific requirements that we learned in some scenario three months earlier. And that's right. kind of how we tie it all in and, and apply that. That's what simplify the chaos means and that's how we use it to teach how, how often do you get guys that you're training or, or teams or, or whoever comes in where you basically have to have to wipe their mindset clean all the time yeah all the time um uh, a, a good example and i won't use uh, this guy's name because he's still active duty but a good example is a unit that we've trained with the, the u.s air force um, we've been with their, their training sergeant, uh, all the way up to, I think, you know, now we've been working with, uh, their, their major and then the Colonel over their entire uh, wing, I believe is what they call it. Um, and their security forces. And he's like, dude, seriously, this is completely different than what we've ever done with anything I've learned in security forces. Like it's completely different, but it works so well, not because it's something com new, Right when he says it's different, he doesn't mean it's something new and he hasn't heard before. He's like, all of these concepts are the same. Yeah, we've got to shoot good and we have marksmanship yeah. fundamentals. We've got to be able to clear a room. We've got to have CQB fundamentals. But he said, how you how you present it and then how it can be applied in our lives is so much is so much simpler than what we've done in the past. And when it's simpler, that's what helps us control the chaos. Hence, simplify the chaos. Yeah, when when you're simplifying that chaos. Obviously, you have the, the physical aspects involved of actually shooting, you know, things like that, what, 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 just whatever you're doing in that actual moment. How much of simplifying the chaos is mental? Oh, I would say, uh, you know, if not all of it is mental, right? Yeah, because sure. we have, you know, mental, physical uh, attributes to both sides of it. But I would say the vast majority of it is mental. You know, how I respond mentally and to use one that a good buddy of mine, Stuart Hartley used, he said, you're going to vapor lock and die. Yeah. You're right. If you're not physically prepared for this situation, you're going to vapor lock and die. So there is the physical that transfers over to it. But then also if I haven't mentally been preparing for this situation, 
you're going to vapor lock and die, right? You're all of a sudden going to shut down. So I guess the way to think about it is uh, everybody drives a vehicle, right? We all yeah. drive a car. Um, there are rules of the road that we apply to driving, and we all understand them and know them. And some of us apply them better than others, right? Like yeah. I apply them way better than my wife does. <laughs> but when I'm driving, my wife, you would think that you know I don't know how to drive because she thinks she can apply them way better than me and is going to tell me exactly what I'm doing driving sure. down the road. All you dudes understand that. Um, <laughs> But when we're in the application of the rules of the road, we're not following that to a T every single time. Yeah. Because for the most part, if I see a light turning yellow and then turning red, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop my vehicle. But if I'm pulling a heavy trailer and I'm getting close enough to that light and all of a sudden it turns yellow, I might not slow down to stop because I can't slow down to stop. The trailer's too heavy to push the truck, so I have to make a decision to hit the gas and go through that light because I'm going to create more of a problem if I try to stop. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have the leeway to, to work within the confines of what does this situation actually call for? We do it every single day in our life. Um, driving down the road, uh, making a decision uh, to, to stop and, and, and get gas and go in a gas station and get something to come out and drive, meeting a timeline, right? We're like, oh, I need to get gas now because if I don't, I might run out on the way to this meeting and make me even later. So we make these decisions all the time. And what this actually is called, it's called the OODA loop. Observe, orient, decide, and act. We observe what's going on around us. We orient ourselves to the situation. We decide and we act. Um, and that is how we operate every single day in our lives. <clears throat> so we're taking something that's naturally already being done, and that OODA loop phrase, without getting too much into it, was coined by uh, um, a, a Korean War-era uh, pilot, and we can talk more of that, about that maybe in a, in a later podcast. But the fact of the matter is, is uh, that is what we're doing every single day of our lives. Our kids are doing it, you know, orient myself to the situation. Mama just said, no, you can't have a cookie. I go over to Daddy, can I have a cookie, yeah. right? And, and that's the decision in acting, right? That's orient. Right. Mom said, I can't do it. Observe that dad's over there, and he's probably going to say yes. Yeah. Decide and act. Daddy can I have a cookie, right? We see our kids doing it all the time. We do it all the time. It's something we naturally do as human beings, and that's what we're wanting to try to do uh, with, uh, with what we do with our training pipeline is we don't want to change what we're naturally already doing. Uh, that's why the example of a vehicle on a road is, is a good one, right, because yeah. we're already doing that. Are, are, are there any, and, and we can probably get into this later on, and and some and maybe in the next episode, but when we talk about simplifying the chaos, are there any non-negotiables? Absolutely. While, while you're simplifying that chaos, absolutely, there are definite non-negotiables. The biggest thing is you don't want to show up. If I'm going to a, a, an active shooter again, going back to the active shooter thing because that's where this this phrase was actually coined from is yeah. an active shooter training we're doing. Um, if 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 I'm dealing with <clears throat> active shooter, I don't need to show up and it's you know Harry, you're alive and you're a horrible shot, right? <laughs> if it's that point of I'm looking at this dude who is wreaking havoc on innocent people, right? Kids' lives, potentially my kids' lives in a school or whatever, right? I need to be able to, I need to be able to, be able to kill him, shoot yeah. him, and, and end it right there. Uh, so that's ultimately, <clears throat> uh, that's ultimately where we see some hard facts have to happen. Some there's some hard lines that have to have we we have to stick to, and one of them is. I got to be able to shoot. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter how great I am at everything else. If I clear the building great and all that, and I show up and all of a sudden now I'm shooting and missing this flipping dude, that's a problem. So there are hard things that we do have to, that, that are standardized. And for us, being the Shooting Institute, 
Um, obviously, that's that's the first most important one for most of what we're doing. When I show up, I've got to be able to shoot accurately because yeah. it doesn't matter what goes on. And without you know going into too much you know uh, crazy detail, if you look at uh, uh, um, what was the uh, Andrew. Uh, Andrew Johnson, right? Was Andrew Johnson the the president that did this, right? Yeah, Andrew, Andrew yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Sorry, I keep saying Johnson. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson uh, had a duel with a guy that I think called his wife a pig or something like that. He stood out. He was actually shot in the process, uh, but he wasn't shot and killed. And he stood there and he made an accurate shot and, and killed killed the guy that he was in a duel with. So he yeah. was actually shot first. But he wasn't shot um, in a way that killed him, and he wound up shooting and killing a guy. At least that's the the, the story that, uh, that that that's told about him. Sure. So that's kind of what you want to do. You don't want to show up here. You're live and you're a horrible shot for us. One of the hard things is you've got to be able to shoot. At least with most of what we're we're teaching. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, and and I know I've obviously learned what simplify the chaos means. Some of those non negotiables. How how you implement it in your training. Is there anything else you want you want to share, you know, from that? Yeah. So um, as we move on, and this will actually be the next uh, podcast we cover, some of those non-negotiables are okay. the seven fundamentals of marksmanship. Yeah. And then the seven fundamentals of close quarters battle, or CQB, or some people call it CQC, close quarters combat, uh, and how they work with each other. In particular, how we apply those seven fundamentals of marksmanship to CQB. That's mostly what we work with, although. Uh, the seven fundamentals of marksmanship can can apply to me as a hunter, right? And, we, and we'll talk more about that in the next podcast and how how that works. And then finally, the theory of twos under each of those things. There are two things we have to remember under each of those seven fundamentals um, that that can help us remember it. And literally, it takes like fifteen minutes for us to go over those things, and you'll remember those. And when you when you can remember something, you can apply it. Um, your next time when you're training or even in a stressful situation. Because if it's something so convoluted that you can't remember it, well, you don't have any any chance of being able to apply it. Right. Well, that, that's exciting. I'm, I'm fired up because I'm obviously ready to learn, and this is kind of an intro into that. So I'm, I'm very excited about it, um, and I, I know some of you guys out are, are excited about it too out there. So we're going to wrap this one up. This is it for our first episode, and uh, we'll see you guys out for episode number two coming soon. Yeah, guys, definitely listen up, um, uh, subscribe to this podcast, um, like it, all the stuff that we've got to do, uh, and, and we're going to be promoting it because with these pilot, uh, these first five pilot podcasts that are going to be launched before 2020, that's going to help us decide if we're going to be able to continue this uh, on into 2020 uh, throughout, uh, throughout the next year. So definitely listen up, follow us, share with your friends, and uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. That's right. We'll see you guys later.